Welcome to the Long Haul Podcast. Welcome, guys. We, I'm Vito. I'm Elizabeth. Hi. Hi. Um, just so you guys didn't know, we recorded an episode a couple weeks ago. We did? Or a week ago or whatever, and it was horrible. And so we didn't release it. Remember, Jovi was crying, and then it was just so scattered. Oh, goodness. Yeah, it was crazy. <laughs> so uh, we can't guarantee a podcast schedule right now, because our life is... There are no guarantees on this podcast. But the we, only guarantee <laughs> is that you will have a good time. But we love doing this, so we're going to continue to keep doing it, and hopefully we'll be able to get more consistent. Consistent key, Consistency is key in life. Right. However, yes. quality over quantity. True. You know what I'm saying? Which is why we didn't release our last episode, because like it was not good. Like what happened in the shower today? Quality. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> You're so embarrassing. High quality. <laughs> it was high quality. High co- <laughs> Ooh, boy. So, babe, I've cussed on a Sunday. I've cheated and I've lied. Mm. I've fallen down from grace a few too many times. You're supposed to sing it. I don't know how this song goes. I okay. can hear it in my head, but I know once I start singing it, it's not going to be good. Go. I've cussed on a Sunday. I've cheated and I've lied. I've fallen down from grace a few too many times, but I find holy redemption when I put this car in drive, roll the windows down, and turn up the dial. Can I get a hallelujah? Can I get an amen? Feels like the Holy Ghost running through you when I play the highway FM. I find my soul revival, singing every single verse. <laughs> i don't know yeah i guess that's my church okay yeah i don't know the words for that song it's a country song right yeah yeah i, I don't know the words the no you did great tempo for sure but so we decided that we're gonna um sing a song and have the other person guess it so next week i'll try to sing one sure do you know what we never did the easter egg hunt we did an Easter egg hunt. A month ago, oh, your like yeah. challenge was like to do an Easter egg hunt. Guys, we used to do challenges. Uh, the long in chapter challenges. one, yeah. in, in chapter one of our podcast, he needs he wants to go out. If you could open the door, in chapter one, go back and listen. We used to do challenges a week to keep the relationship going, learn new things about each other. You know, it was our first year of marriage, so we decided, hey, let's play fun weekly challenges. Write each other letters, do whatever, buy flowers, etc. And um, then we wanted to keep it in chapter two, but with a child, it's just a little different. So uh, we said to do an Easter egg hunt, and that just didn't happen. It didn't. We totally forgot, but I mean. Ignore him. I I was. I was trying to just get him to sit down. Our dog is being really high maintenance right now. So what happens when you have a kid is, and you have a, a puppy, he's a year old, so he's still a puppy, mm-hmm. is, um, well, the dog still wants your attention, but all your attention goes to the baby. Mm-hmm. So if you're in a relationship and you're looking to get a dog, don't. <laughs> no, I love Pudge. Yeah. Uh, except for... And I do still give him attention, obviously not as much as before before i had the baby we were going for a morning night or a morning walk a night walk and we were cuddling in between and now i'm like back up back up all day long because he's all in joey's face but yeah now if you can't go back in the past right right so if we would listen to me we wouldn't have hutch right and probably be less stressed 
I don't know. So. But I bet in a year we're going to have more joy. I hope so. Let's just go. We'll go optimistic. I don't like being pessimistic. So, yeah, we'll have more joy. Sure. <laughs> Hutch brings me joy and sometimes he brings me anger. Yeah. Oh, so today I picked up his poop outside and I thought he kept stealing Jovi's socks, right? Mm-hmm. And then he'd throw them up. So I'd wake up in the morning and there'd be a thrown up sock on the floor or two. And I was like, okay, so he's obviously not digesting them. He's just mm. throwing them up. But a bunch of our socks don't have matches. And mm. today I was picking up his poop and you found I, the matches. I found the <laughs> matches. I found at least five. Obviously, I threw them all away. Even the thrown up socks. I'm like, I'm not washing this. I just yeah, throw it away. disgusting. So... And thankfully, we got a bunch of hand-me-down clothes, and in that clothes was like a pile of baby socks. Yeah. So that's disgusting. And I'm also like one of those people. I'm okay if my child has mismatched socks. Yeah. First of all, no one sees them ever. On babies, they do because they don't wear shoes. Well, even still, who cares? Just leave him alone. He's fine. Lock him out. Yeah, you could do that too. This this episode of the podcast is brought to you by Liz's new book that's coming out. It's a book that helps partners during birth be the best partner. We don't have a name for it yet, but it's yeah. in the works. Um, so that's a book's what this, by you as well. That's what this podcast is sponsored by. Sponsored by our book. This will be the only sponsor, maybe one of two, yeah. of, of this podcast. So don't worry about getting ads Look out for it. We're super excited about We have about companies it, like reaching out to us all the time to, to be ads, and we're like, mm, mm-hmm. let's just keep this pure. Flow right. it. No editing. Mm-hmm. No ads, except for if it's our products. Right. You know. Mm-hmm. I gotta do s- know. Got to support the cause. <laughs> so. Um, so we do have. Wait, before that. So I was, we had dinner today. We had, uh, Liz had made meals before we had Jovi froze them because knowing that afterwards it's going to be hard to cook and et cetera. So we had a meal. And then Jovi was freaking out, crying, yelling, whatever. Got her to go to bed. In the meantime, I was like, I know I need a snack. I don't know why. I have to snack after dinner. It's the weirdest thing. So I looked in our little cupboard that we have snacks, and I took a bite, and I was like, this is so addicting. Why did you just... <laughs> Liz just touched my pee-pee. Guys, uh, <laughs> that is not true. <laughs> don't, don't it's such a weird time to, to touch me. Now. I, mean, I was talking about food. So... um now I'm distracted. So I had, it was an Aussie bite from oh, yeah. from Costco. Mm-hmm. And those things are so addictive. And then I was looking through the cupboard and I was like, everything in here is super addictive. So I took pictures of it because I wanted to make sure that I got the names of everything. And we should post it on the Long Haul Podcast. And the question I want to know was, what do you have in your cupboard that is absolutely addicting? Okay. That you can't just like have one thing, mm-hmm. you know? So I took pictures and you could you could put it on the pod, on the whatever you call it, Instagram. Where are my pictures? And so here. So um, these pretzels, they're really, really thin. Yeah, they're like the thin pretzel shaped, like flattened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know what they're called. They're in a plastic bag. Yeah, but we've had those in there for like two years. This is like what heroin has. Nobody eats them. Store their pretzels. Um, Those Aussie Bites. Mm -hmm. We get them from Costco. These Heavenly Hunks. Mm-hmm. Uh, mind you, again, also not, from Costco. None of these are sponsors. These uh, sweet potato crackers, mm-hmm. holy Toledo, Trader Joe's, so good. Those things, I could eat the whole box. I like dipping them in goat, goat. Yeah, 
but those are the thing. Oh, and then the the uh, dried mangoes we get from Costco. Yeah, which super, are super 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 addictive. Really outrageously expensive. Yeah, um, all addicting. And I was wondering, one, what do you have that's super addicting? Mm-hmm. And two, how do you make something super addicting aside from like putting crack in it? You know. <laughs> That's a great question. Like, why are the Aussie Bites so addicting? They're like the perfect blend of, like, I don't know. It's all healthy ingredients, too. Yeah. At least all those snacks are, like, decent. None of them are, like, you know, crap. Which we're doing, like, we're trying to eat healthier right now. Anyways. Well, we're not, like, fully committed. Yeah, but we're still, I mean, at least I know I'm eating yeah. way healthier than I was a I'm month ago. I'm eating pretty healthy, but I feel like when we go through and we're like, hey, we're committed, then it's a different gear. Yeah, but I, I guess for me, it was in the beginning, especially like with the NICU and everything that happened. And then people bring over food and they're like, what do you want? I'm not like, hey, I want no dairy gluten-free you know i'm like just whatever you want to make and bring over you can bring over yeah and people were like baking goods and i was eating them all we had a lot of dessert here so now we're not so yeah boy yeah boy so we had someone write in about what um tell me i will it was covid right Mm -hmm. So, and, and well, Liz is finding it, but basically they were asking, how do we handle COVID procedures with a baby and who is allowed to come over, who isn't and all that. So, so Catherine. What's up, Catherine? She said, I wanted to request, if y'all are open to it, a conversation about how you all have handled, handled and balanced COVID-19 precautions and spending time with family during pregnancy and having a newborn. This is something I struggle with daily. And at the end of the day, I believe every mom should go with their gut in the precautions that she feels safest taking, but it has been difficult to parse out how my feelings on it have been influenced by the fear or hype of the media and general conversation around me. Yeah. So you're definitely not alone there. Mm-hmm. Um, do you want to speak to bef- and during pregnancy? Yeah, sure. So um, I had my shower the beginning of August and I was due the end of August. So that was kind of like my last seeing people and at my shower it was a limited number of people masks were required it was spaced out there was a balcony outside a lot of rules and things like that um and then after that basically before I had the baby then I we chose that I would just kind of quarantine so um I'd go outside and go on walks with Hutch a lot and I'd see like your parents and my mom was with us for two months so she was here and then basically I did like one big Costco run and then if I needed anything else your mom would go get it right and that was too because our hospital was testing for COVID and I'm sure everybody I'm is. sure every yeah. hospital is and if you tested positive it was a whole different procedure of like my every- birth would be completely different right so it was very important for us that you don't test positive even though sometimes it's just out of your control control um yeah so for me it wasn't necessarily i'm i'm not very i feel like i don't operate out of fear a lot 
When I operate out out of fear, it's more my personal stuff, like writing the book or like a goal I'm trying to come like accomplish. That's where fear comes in for me. But when it's like finances or health or whatever, I'm very optimistic and very we're always going to be provided for i'm going to be protected and obviously i'm not like oh let me just cross the street and if i get hit by a car i get hit by a car i'm like i try to take care of myself i'm careful Mm -hmm. um i you know so if your if your fears show up when we're right when we're like going after goals how come when i like i'll be like hey what can i do to help you accomplish this goal you get upset with me because you're probably triggering something within me, a deep fear that I'm like, ugh, I can't do it. He probably believes I can't do it either, blah, 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 blah. Uh, so what do we have to do to get past that Let's fear? answer her question. Wait, then... really quick. Because <laughs> um, you have some pretty awesome goals you want to accomplish, and I've noticed you don't really take big steps towards them. Yeah. Well, right and now when it's I, a and when I bring, hard. And when I bring them up, you get super pissy. Yeah. A, right now, it's a little hard. I'm, like, just proud of myself now that I've started to, like... Wipe your butt? Yeah. (laughs) Basically. But just, you know, back to, like, trying to make dinner and keep, you know, picking up the house and just doing other things. Sure, so back to the conversation, yeah. um, Because I know. Because I know what I need to do. When you ask me, I just, like when you're like, what can I do to help? It's like, I already know what I need to do and I'm already mad at myself for not doing it. And Mm -hmm. I know that you're asking me because you know that I could do more and, or I could be doing something and I'm not. And then it just fuels that whole like, oh, you're basically a POS and you're not doing anything about it because you can't do it because you're going to fail at it. Right. So how do you get out of that cycle? I don't know. If you, if you, you you've pushed me out of it before because you basically forced me to finish my life coaching certification and my doula certification because I wouldn't have done those because I like feed into this whole like I can't finish anything. That's what the root is. I can't finish anything. Right. I'm really good at starting a lot of things. Um, and but following through and finishing is where I'm like, you know. Sure. Which is the case with a lot of people. Mm-hmm. It's even the case with me, too. Um with with the doula certification, the life coach certification, all whatever else I helped you with, though, when I would approach you about doing it, you were more open to be like, okay, let's try it. But now you're just irritated with me. But that's also with those things, too. I had a deadline. Like, I had to finish by a certain date. Otherwise, I'd have to pay for the course all over again or redo everything over again. So it's like, okay, I have to finish this within this amount of time otherwise i paid uh you know the life coaching thing was like eleven thousand dollars or ten thousand dollars to get your certification it's like it's like okay so then i just paid ten thousand dollars for nothing right obviously i got a lot out of the course but like so i'm gonna book i'm gonna book your pr guy your pr lady okay starting february okay so the then the book's gotta be ready by then we'll talk more about it no we don't have the money to pay her february we will no we won't yes we will Mm -mm. we used all of our money on doing the house we will be fine so okay i'm gonna book her for february so the book's gotta be done by then okay but i want to talk to her before then because she has other people that can help with other things and the problem is too like i get that you are very helpful and you like look up a lot of things but then 
for me in my mind, like I want it a very particular way. So even when we're talking about printing, you're like, well, this place can do this, this, this. And you're like, well, it doesn't need to be all in color and it doesn't need to be. And I'm like, I get it. But also like I have a vision for it. Okay. You know what I mean? So it's like, and I feel like you're in the mindset of like, just get it done. Just get it out there. It doesn't have to be perfect. And to me, it does. No, no, no. I just want you you to get moving. Yeah. Because I know in your head, you're like, it's got to be perfect. It's got to be this way. And then you do nothing. Because you overanalyze, overthink it, overproduce it. Where it's like, it's basically done. All you have to do now is put it together. It's not basically done. And that's where I'm like, I don't think you understand how much work and other things go into it. It's like we put it together and then you re-put it together, then you re-put it together, then you re-put it together, and then you have somebody like edit it and you have like you, you print it out and you hate it. So then you re you try, you know what I mean? Like it takes months to do things and you're kind of like this, you're this like, oh yeah. When we were talking about the other day, you're like, you could have it done by October 15th. That was like two weeks ago. I was like, babe, we I talked about this just three months ago. had a baby. No, we recently talked about it mm-hmm. like a couple weeks ago. And you're like, or by like November, you're mm-hmm. like by the end of October, you could be done with the, copy. You could, the rough copy basically. Right. And I'm like, no, I can't because like, it'll take hours and hours and hours so that back, I just don't have right conversation. now. Because I think you also have unrealistic expectations. I expect nothing. Okay. I expect you to do something. Mm-hmm. So how can I be less irritating to you? <laughs> I don't know, because I get I get to a point where I'm just like ready to. It's like right now I'm trying to learn how to be a mom and to actually eat a meal during the day because a lot of days I don't. Yeah. You know? just because I'm like trying to also like get other things organized or take care of Jovi and I'm still having to do work for the podcast and for Instagram. And, um, you know, so like last night I put her down and then I was, you know, I remember I was talking to your mom and I was like, Oh, she slept five hours. Your mom's like, Oh, that's great. You probably got good sleep. I'm like, no, I was up till 11. And then she was back up at one mm-hmm. because I wanted to, vacuum and get some things put away and then I had to redo some marketing stuff for the podcast and so that's when I get it done sure you know so I'm still learning how to like balance my time so I'm like I need to get certain things done and then I try to rest which I don't get much sleep and somehow I'm still functioning which I didn't think was possible but it is Mm -hmm. um so I just have to like hit a point where I'm like okay I can do it okay so this would be we would talk about this for hours can we like let's just move on and answer this lady's question i thought we were talking about covid but you brought this up oh my gosh (laughs) how can i be less irritating (laughs) so irritating i love you i love you yeah boy okay um so after COVID or after so Joby pregnancy, was born. but but yeah. even before, so yeah, I basically didn't really do a whole lot just because I. You already said that though. We talked about it. Well, and then you interrupted with this sidebar. So, um, <laughs> you said something and then went to something else, and I didn't get a. So, I, like Vito said, our hospital requires you to um, 
take the test. And for me, I wasn't too worried about getting it. But I also knew that if I tested positive, I'd have to wear a mask when I labor. I couldn't have a water birth. I couldn't like all these different things. So um, we chose to quarantine. And then after the baby, it was really hard to kind of navigate what we were going to do. But with her being in the NICU as well and everything that happened, we just decided. It, it made it an easier decision. So we didn't wait. know. And then she was in the NICU with lung issues and COVID is a respiratory infection. So we were like, oh, well, this is easy. You know, like just no visitors. And um, your dad had flown in. And so he got tested. I got tested. Did you get tested? In the hospital. Well, you got tested in the hospital, yeah. Um, your parents got tested. My parents got tested. And those were the, your parents and my parents were the only ones who came over. They all wore masks. Um, we just kind of. Even now, anybody, well, yeah. anybody who holds her still wears a mask except for us. But the only people who have still held her is your parents, my parents, and two other people. That's it. Yeah. Right. But I, I told, I mean, I told like your sister, I'm like, you can hold her. I told Fina she could hold her, yeah. you know, as long as they wear a mask. So my family's pretty, they're pretty much like, we'll just wait it out and like we're gonna she's not gonna have she's not gonna be like love deprived you know but they would rather her not get sick now while whatever's we don't know enough about it it's like too weird of a virus not that we're worried about it it's just like it's so it's such a weird virus where it's like some healthy people get it and they die and some like super unhealthy people get it and they brush it off and it's like well what's the what's going on you know well and it's not even that i guess what i'm, well, so, what I'm saying to, is to like start, my though, family has made it pretty easy of like we get it right but so like the first week like our parents saw her and then nobody else did except for through the window mm -hmm. the first week or two mm -hmm. and then your well the first week she was in the NICU the next week people just saw her through the window and then I don't remember if it was the next week your family saw her or not, but it wasn't until like at least a few weeks that then we went over to your parents and your siblings were there. We keep the kids away from her. Mm. Um, I mean, no, like I said, nobody else has really even held her, but uh, it, and I'm not even necessarily that worried about the COVID and the pediatrician was like yeah there's a lot that we don't know about it but it's also more we live in chicago the weather's cooling down there's so many viruses that go around this time of year that you just need to be careful in general mm -hmm. basically well the NICU doctor was like he goes listen he goes the first flu season is the most crucial so he's like just stay home don't do we were supposed to host christmas this year with your family and he's like don't do anything crazy he's like if there's a family party he's like i know you guys are have a big Italian family, whatever. He goes, don't linger. He goes, go there, say hi, maybe eat dinner, but then leave. You know, don't like hang out and expose yourself more than you need to because the first flu season is the most crucial. So I think that's what we're kind of working on is just getting through the flu season. And then by the time she's out or we're out of the flu season, she'll almost be like nine months. No, six. September, October, November, December, January, February, March. Yeah, six, seven months. Um, yeah. So, and basically our plan is... I have no concept of time with her. She was like two weeks old. I'm like, babe, this is crazy. Like, 
it's been like a couple months and whatever. And you're like, we just brought her home. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Time is an interesting concept. So basically for this winter, like we were supposed to have, like Vito said, Christmas on my side and then like big Thanksgiving on his side. And we're just doing something smaller and just we're planning on not being somewhere where there's going to be big groups of people. Yeah. Like inside. And we're in Chicago, so it's not like people are hanging out outside in the winter. Right. And like so this upcoming weekend or next weekend we have it's my cousin's 21st birthday my my aunt's having a party whatever well we're gonna go early say hi say what's up before anybody gets there say happy birthday all that stuff and then leave before the party starts mm-hmm. sort of thing so here in illinois like you can have groups of 50 you can do all that stuff um a lot of people don't follow any rules here it's it almost like never really closed here the city got a little, like the city did. got a little crazy um traffic died down a lot but like everyone's still i don't know it, it's it's it not did, it's not like it california down. it's not like the way like some cities are like burning right. to the ground and the people are screaming at each other from across the street and stuff like it's kind of a blue collar area where everyone's like i gotta work you know like yeah. I just stay mm-hmm. you know be respectful and and basically like keep yeah keep going but um so we'll we'll go early and then we'll leave right and and that was even something like right when we brought her home we were like oh no you know and then you just kind of learn and you also learn how to navigate some of those situations of okay well if we stop by and we're baby wearing and nobody is holding her and we're not hugging or kissing anyone right um and like who was Catherine? yeah so, Catherine, like, you're absolutely right. Your motherly intuition kicks in. And you know, too, like, hey, like, my other side of the family is not that they're way less careful, but... It's the same amount it, on both it, sides. I, yeah, I would say it's the same amount, but for some reason, like, right now, like, four of my cousins have tested positive. So, we're just not... Which we haven't even seen them. We've never seen. Yeah, we so, we haven't seen in them like in, six months. Yeah, we haven't seen them even before. Like Joe Lisa posted, she there was a photo on her Instagram today, and Santino was walking around. I was like, "How is he so big? How is Santino walking yeah. now?" Like, oh my! And then I'm like, I haven't seen her since April, May. Yeah. yeah. So since there's, May, you know, we haven't seen that side in a while. And they live five minutes away. But um, so like they have a couple of cases. Everyone's fine. Everyone's whatever. But like we're just gonna avoid that side for a little bit just you know it's yeah it's picking and choosing but it's also using your intuition and it's also like feeling out the room you know yeah and i 100 percent agree with you that though like every you have to figure out what works best for you and what what you guys are going to do because it was hard um it wasn't really hard i guess but like you just have to be honest with people and forward and like I've you we told our parents like hey you have to wear masks when you hold Jovi and you know they your mom and my mom were laughing they were like when we finally get to take our masks off she's gonna be like who are these people (laughs) you know like you know and nobody's allowed to kiss her except for us and just things like that and and maybe some people are like wow you guys are psycho and that's like okay fine 
yeah, for us, it, it brings yeah. us peace of mind. We feel good mind, about yeah. it. The people in our life are okay with it. And if they're not, yeah. they have to be anyways. So yeah. um, you definitely need to figure out what's right for you. But I wouldn't, I, I know you're saying something about like all the hype and everything that's going on. It's, it's also just never, it's good to be precaut. It's good to be safe and to take precautions. Um, but I'd also encourage you to try not to live out of fear either. Right. Cause that stuff will show up in your breast milk. It will. It will. Yeah. So I could send you some some links and stuff, but there's actual your feelings, like if you're feeling scared, will show up differently in um, salt crystals. What what was it? <sighs> now I sound like a loon. So what was I watching? <laughs> there Anyways. was there was this there was um somebody was forget it but either way your energy does affect your body like you know sometimes like if you're anxious you can make yourself sick that's what i'm talking right. about and your kids pick up on it too right so it does it'll make your breast milk sour <laughs> oh my gosh that's not true no that's a lie no. unless it is true what if that turns out to be true i don't think it does but it your does kids either. can definitely pick up on your anxiety yeah did i ever tell you about we were my so my parents i grew up in a house where my parents spoke italian but they never taught us because they didn't speak the proper italian they don't want us learning the dialect so they never taught us so when, we, when i was growing up we would hear it all the time but we it never got translated so there was a time where my parents and then we'd be like why are you guys arguing because they used to only argue in italian and then they would because they don't want they didn't want us to hear and then we'd be like, we're not arguing. It's just the language. It sounds harsher than it is. Because they didn't want us to know that we were, that they were fighting. Well, I was like 12 or 14 or something. And for like a week, no, Bruno and Rose were in college. So I was, yeah, I was 14 or 15. I was home alone with them. For like a week, they were super stressed out. And this was like right after the, um, the recession or right during the recession and whatnot. And they were, and I was in a room, and I could just feel their energy. And I was like, I w- walked over. And I was like, guys, listen. I'm like, whatever the heck's going on, deal with it because it's stressing me out. Like, I don't know what's going on. I don't know what the problem is. I don't even know if there is a problem. I go, but there's something going on. I'm like, you guys got to figure it out because I'm, I can feel like it's killing me. Mm-hmm. And I had no idea what was going on, you know. So you can definitely feel, you know, fear, anxiety, all that, and it's that can add to the anxiety of like I have anxiety oh my god my kid could pick up on it now you have more anxiety um but find a way to just let go of things and yeah not live out of fear and like we did everything that we were supposed to do for Jovi and it was a great birth and whatever and then she aspirated nothing you can do it happens so it's like you can just wait for the next thing to go wrong or just kind of have that's where faith comes in big time where it's like hey there is more to this world there is more to this life like we don't understand pretty much any of it um we have no control over any of it so it's like do use your instincts use your you know the knowledge that god gave you and and make the best decisions for you and your family and if people are going to call you crazy people call us crazy that's fine it's you know there's no right or wrong way to live life um, yeah, I mean, don't be a right dick, but yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I get what you're saying. Um, 
and I'm I'm not really somebody who's dealt with a lot of anxiety, but I I feel like I have this last week a lot. I've had a few nights of not really sleeping because my thoughts were just out of control. And I know part of that is normal becoming a mom. And then, I mean, I don't know what's normal, what's not. I know I'm not having like thoughts of harming myself or Jovi or, you know, it's not like crazy postpartum anxiety or depression. Um, But like after night three, I was like, okay, I got to do something about this because like I can't keep letting my thoughts go down these paths of fear and anxiety of things going wrong and Mm -hmm. what would I do? And, um, and I read some Bible verses. Let me see if I could look them up that actually really helped. And then, uh, I felt like it. Oh, your phone, your phone's messing with the, Oh, I felt like it definitely helped. So, um, let me see. And the the one was, and the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. So I was like, okay, just like guard my mind, give me your peace that transcends all understanding, and just kind of like praying that before I went to bed because otherwise I, and I feel like that actually really, really helped me. Good. Mm-hmm. I yeah. sleep so good so sound through anything my sleep's so good and i also don't like last night i was up a lot but then i pass out so i'll be like up and i pass out i'll be up pass out Rita will pass out and take the best nap and wake up and be like oh feel refreshed and he was out for 10 minutes i make i take the best 10 minute naps oh my gosh i can't because i lay down i'm like i have to wake up in 10 minutes i have to wake up in nine minutes i have to wake up in eight minutes go to sleep you have to be up in seven minutes <laughs> that's me trying to take a 10 minute nap yeah. it's definitely an art i should t- i should teach a class on napping Could you have you? narcolepsy you can't control it you just oh my gosh so my cousin's got a boyfriend they actually met before quarantine and then spent all quarantine together whatever and we were talking and he's like yeah i have narcolepsy and i was laughing at him i was like yeah i got narcolepsy too and he's like no for real like i have clinical narcolepsy hold and on I'll... and then he starts describing all of the symptoms so that's what i'm getting into <laughs> so I'm, in my head i'm like no dude i have narcolepsy i'm like it's it's like adhd it's not a real thing in my opinion if you got it or your kids got it i'm sorry but i'm not so i just think kids have a lot of energy so i'm like I got narcolepsy. Like, you're nuts. Like, you're just because they give you a title doesn't mean it's a thing, you know? He's like, no, Vito. Like, I fall asleep while I'm driving. I, like, pass out if I'm just sitting on the couch. I'll do this, this, and this. And like, this. the sleep apnea. <laughs> yeah. the, like, I don't have sleep no, apnea. No, but, like, um, sorry, the... Um, sleep paralysis. Yeah, and getting up and doing things in your sleep and, like, all other... Like, these are all... And I'm like, babe, you have yeah, narcolepsy. This was like... Vito, you should go get checked. You have literally you every can't. single symptom that he <laughs> described is you. And I tell you that you have narcolepsy. We will be driving and I will see Vito's eyes and I'm like, I'll yell at him. Mm-hmm. Do you remember me yelling mm-hmm. at you mm-hmm. like a few times? I'm like, don't you close your eyes. Well, because <laughs> you keep your eyes open. It, and my head and my brain, my thoughts, I'm like, don't go to sleep. Don't go to sleep. Don't go to sleep. But his eyes but are I can't closing. keep my eyes open. And I will slap myself. I will, like in the winter, I'll roll down the window. Snow will be coming into the car and it is game over. Like I cannot. And in my head, I'm awake. I'm like, 
don't do this. You're going to get into an accident. And my it's so dangerous. Even when I put Joby to sleep, it'll be six o'clock, whatever. Just putting her down for a nap. Yeah. When I see her eyes close, my eyes close. <laughs> and I'm just instantly Yeah, that's what out. happened the other night. You set her down in the bassinet, but then you were like swaying it. Because I, I felt myself, I watched her kind of go down. So then I felt myself going down. So I put her in the bassinet and I was rocking it. And I slowly lay down and then I laid on my back and I was still rocking it. And then that's it. I remember waking up in the morning. And then you were on my side of the bed the entire night. (laughs) And then I I went to bed clothed and I woke up naked. and Yeah. I witnessed the whole thing. So I was up feeding her when you decided to strip. I was like, sleepwalk. I do crazy Throw your stuff, clothes yeah. all over the room and pass back oh, out. Oh, are we, how long are into this? 36 minutes. Okay, good, good. I got a story. So <laughs> we, our, our heat went out the other week and it was a cold week and we had Jovi yeah. and I was like, we can't, we can't do this. So we went to my parents' house and we slept in my old room and it's a spring mattress and we've been sleeping on the low mattresses, which are great. And if you want a low mattress, Liz has a link in her bio. Uh, get ten percent off or something. Probably not. So, do they have a deal on that? Yeah, you, I think you get fifty dollars off. Oh, so the low mattress is actually really nice. We got the firm setting, but it's a foam mattress. Either way. So when before we were married, Liz and I both stayed at my parents' house for a stretch of time mm-hmm. in separate rooms. In separate rooms, and sh- you would say oh that gosh. in the middle of the night, I would like yell not night terrors but i would like talk very loudly i'd stomp around i would just do uh, you would crazy be things yelling and you i would hear you stomping around and you'd be right, like, but it's hey, not yeah it's hey. not like it's not like <laughs> it's not night terrors it's just really loud talking and, and then i'd open your door and you'd be like completely passed out yeah so and then since we moved into this house i really haven't done it maybe I, a couple times but not really now. Like you'll do a little bit of twitching, um, which you've always done. But uh, what if you do anything, you'll just sit up mm-hmm. and be like, what, what, and then you're done. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, babe, go back to sleep. But you haven't like gotten up and marched around. Right. So we stayed at my parents' house for two nights until the heat got fixed. And we stayed in my room and you said that I did it again. I don't remember. You said that I was like super talkative and loud and because we were sleeping in my room. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't remember, but I remember having this conversation and yeah. you were like, maybe it's the room. Because it has you were to be the room. Talking. And we built that house. So that's a brand new house from the time that I lived there. Mm-hmm. So there's no like juju or nothing in there and we built it. So. Oh, yeah. No, you got up and you were looking out the window. <laughs> so weird. It's so weird. You got up and you were looking out the window and then like talking and came back to bed. Wild. Mm-hmm. So it's got to be that room. Something in that, something about the room. Dun dun dun. Dun dun dun. Um, dun dun. Law and order. So I'm going to read a couple things that people wrote in and then. Um, so Vito and I were just talking about, we're like, we want this to be a really fun podcast, but our, I mean, our life is amazing. Um, just everything in this, this season is new. Mm. And, um, for those of you that follow us, you know, that Jovi had a tongue and a lip tie and she just got it revised. So like navigating that is new. Um, she just got it done yesterday and tonight 
was the first night we've experienced her screaming the way she did and trying to put her to sleep and her fighting it and crying and being like, okay, what's wrong? Is it this? Is it that? Is it, you know, like obviously she's been fussy before and she's cried hard before, but tonight she cried harder for longer than usual, you know, and it's, I feel like we're learning a lot and, um, it, it isn't as hard as I thought it would be. There's definitely moments. Where are you going with this? I don't know. Because you're like, I'm going to read what people wrote in. And, yeah, and so then you were like, our life is amazing, but here's why it's hard. <laughs> but it's not that hard. And I'm so I'm confused. Just saying, so, um, Where are you going with this? So, I mean, people just wrote in things like, hey, I listened to your episode on September 29th. Um, I know it sounds so cheesy and so unbelievably cliche, but I was able to relate so much to what you guys were saying. Um, I had a very hard time after our second kid. Very similar feelings about how am I ever going to find a new normal? Will I ever shower daily again? How will I be a good wife and keep the house clean? And the things I constantly kept feeling myself, the phrase I kept feeling myself say was this two shall pass. It literally helped keep me sane. I would bawl my eyes out breathe and repeat it to myself you'll find these phrases and joe and time with jovi will go so fast to the point that you'll forget the previous season when you enter a new one and you're right one month is really tough but then you hit two and then three really quickly after three months it's uh, magical they start to really watch who you are and they're so much more aware um so just hang in there take it day by day and remember it's Remember, it's a phase. This too shall pass. But also don't forget to try to burn those memories in your brain. Be present even when it's hard because they grow up so quickly. It's insane. They all tell you, but you don't realize it till it happens to you. I blinked and I have a four-year-old and a 16-month-old. And you're an amazing woman and mom and you'll get through this. Promise. Sending love. That's awesome. Yeah, that's really nice. So that's where I was was like going to read these things from people. But I was just going to tell them like where we're at right now with it. Yeah, well, people who write in, we really appreciate it because y'all are just super sweet and um, very loving and supporting. And I love this community of of uh, of people, and and you guys really do. Your words do um, help. Yes. Here's another one. Just listen to your long haul podcast. I have a nine month old. Looking back at the beginning stages, I would have said one simplify and let go of expectations of how you think things should be example making meals with very little cleanup or even resort to protein bars two men will never understand what our bodies are giving to our babies the energy physically mentally and emotionally talk to your girlfriends and groups of moms that understand you so that you feel normal and um feel normal about doing things three you don't get this time back Ask Vito to do the chores if that is what is important to him. Your sleep and your baby's care is number one right now. Uh, she picks up on how you are cared for from yourself and from others. Working out and sex will feel good when all of the above happens. <laughs> Which I agree what with What was that. last one? Then number three or number four is then like getting back to working out and having sex will feel good when all those other things oh, are happening. Yeah, yeah, when you're yeah. with other people you feel supported for it by your sure, like sure. not being like, I have to get all these things done, which I can say, um, I agree with the one thing because so I, I guess when this episode comes out, I will be almost seven weeks postpartum. 
Um, and so Vito and I have been back at it for a couple weeks. Um, <laughs> and he's pounding it right now. Fist me, babe. Or fist bump. <laughs> fist pound. <laughs> I didn't realize how that probably sounded. Um, and I do remember like one time thinking of everything that I needed to get done. And then it was really hard to like be like, okay, then we're going to have sex. Like, cause in my mind, I'm like, I have very limited time at the end of the day where like last night I got a few things done and then I vacuumed and cleaned up the kitchen. And, um, so then at the end of the night, if we're having sex, you know what I mean? That yeah. I'm tired and then those things don't get done. Yeah. And then I feel guilty. Yeah. So it's like, I think that that does make sense if you're like, okay, like you don't necessarily have to do it all, all the time. Sure. And it's good to feel like understand, understood or feel normal and knowing that not everything's going to get done all the time and then you yeah. can feel good about doing other things. Babe. You just said the same thing three I different ways, three different times. <laughs> I was going to say, we were um, doing the no pants dance to the horizontal mamba. Um, and it was not not to get too much information, but basically Jovi started crying in, in the other room or something. Or Your mom was watching her. No, we were in yeah, the yeah, living yeah, room yeah. on the couch. No, no, no. Your mom was watching her. Okay. And she started crying. And then we're like, oh. It's <laughs> just not romantic. <laughs> I was literally like, are you almost done? <laughs> <laughs> that was it. And I was, I was like, like, are you I was like, is done? this is this what sex is like after having a kid? Are you sucks. almost done? Because I got to go. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was terrible. Such a mood killer. Oh, man. So that was interesting. And I was like, but that I think that was like the first wake up call for me of like, hey, life is different now. You know, because we used to have like three hour, 10 yeah, hour right. out of body experience. <laughs> okay. <laughs> You're so ridiculous. It cracks me up in movies when they're like, we made love all night long, three times. I'm like, nobody yeah, right. does that. Like, but that's a thing. First of all, making love all night long just sounds exhausting. I think to it's me. a syndrome. Some guys have it where they can just keep going. Oh, okay. And I, I don't. No. That just doesn't even sound fun to me. So. Yeah, right. It sounds exhausting. Maybe right now because I'm really tired. Yeah. But I don't know. Making love wasn't exhausting. Hey. No, our honeymoon was great. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, when she cried, it was definitely like, oh. Yeah, she was wailing tonight. Oh, our neighbor texted me last night when I was sleeping. And he's like, hey, is that your dog outside howling? Which, did you let Hutch out? At like 10 o'clock last night? Yeah. Time? And he oh, was barking. And I babe. I yelled at him and brought him back in. He, I told him no. Hopefully oh. he doesn't listen. Because I, I didn't think... He definitely you, doesn't listen. You usually... You were passed out in bed. Okay, but you usually bring him in when he barks. Yeah. Well, I don't think he did. I was vacuuming, so... Oh, no. Either way, so I was like, no. I go, but it could be my daughter. Because she was crying last night. Oh. At least I thought she was, but... What else did he say? Was he just like, "Hey, no, your he's dog? he's like, he's like, have you heard? It was like last, it was the last couple nights. Yeah, it was Hutch both nights. Babe, we are not going to be that that family. Yeah, I went out and yelled at him both times. 
I'm sorry that you get the luxury of no, going no, no, to bed no, no. before I do. I don't get and so to I'm go up. to bed. I pass out. I have narcolepsy, babe. So if I, I passed out, clinically, then things wouldn't get I done. I am clinically diagnosed narcoleptic. You're not clinically until you go to a clinic. <laughs> which you refuse to go. I You're like, oh, the... my back hurts. I went to one session of help, but... Okay. You're going to get <laughs> a rock bottom. You're going to get the people's elbow. So... That's not good. I have to call him and let him know it was Hutch. Yeah. Was he mad? Mm, I would imagine it's 10 o'clock at night. That's so rude. Don't let him out that late. What? And have him... I'm nervous that he would go to the bathroom in the house. Well, then we should give him away. Okay. Anybody want Hutch? Hey, let's do a competition. The next... (laughs) The person who wins gets Hutch. The person who won uh, the baby guessing competition never came yeah, and forward. Yeah, I kept telling you. I said we need to do another. All right, well, we let's let's uh, announce the second place winner. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What do they get? An Amazon Echo or Amazon Dot? Yeah. And a light bulb that changes with the Amazon. The, yeah. It's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. We give out dope gifts. Well, we haven't given anything. Or dope out. prizes. <laughs> um. So, anyways. Cool. Mm-hmm. We good? I think so. Good happy. Um, good sesh today, babe. And that hasn't been. That was only one of the no pants dance after, where Joey cried. There's been some great ones. Yeah. But I was like, oof, this yeah. was rough. <laughs> this yeah. was uh, not romantic. Yeah. But not about not all of them have to be. Sometimes I'll be wearing a wig, you know. Oh my gosh! Okay. You've never worn a wig. Um, well, it was funny because I was talking to my sister, Kren. I told mm. her that you think that her family's not affectionate. and That her family's not? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and she's like, that's not true. And and so we were like talking about it a little bit. And um, two of her kids really aren't. Mm-hmm. And Buddy just didn't grow up in an affectionate family. So he's not like super cuddly. Mm-hmm. But they've become more. It's just she's. But she had also said, before I even said that to her, she was like, I never noticed how touchy-feely you and Vito are until the last time I was there. She was like, every time I turn around, he was like kissing up on you, like grabbing you, hugging you. Like you guys are basically on top of each other all the time. I love it. Um, Like we are uber affectionate people. I love it. And, um, And she was like, no, we cuddle. And I was like, oh yeah, every Wednesday and Friday at 7 p.m. And she's like, no, that's sex. (laughs) (laughs) i was like oh okay because a lot of people say there comes a point where your life is so chaotic that you have to schedule it some like be like okay maybe or maybe you just rip your pants off maybe and be like babe it's not tuesday yeah be like that's fine i don't care what day it is (laughs) pregnant but i get it because it's like I get, I get how that makes sense. So the reason why we were saying that they weren't affectionate was because we were talking about like who gets Joby if we were to die. Trying to figure out our will. And will. I think my brother has two little boys. And my brother is very interesting a person. And Carrie, I think, always wanted a girl. And Bruno like loves Joby. He's like over the moon about her. So I'm like, she would be so loved. Yeah, I think with they my would brother and sister. take awesome care of her. Yeah, mm-hmm. she would be like 
spoiled. Not that I wanted her to be spoiled, but like she would be so loved and so but spoiled. She would be spoiled. Super spoiled. <laughs> but she would she would get the love that like I would want her to get. Mm-hmm. You know? But then Corinne would raise her like with faith. Right? Mm-hmm. Which is it is most important. But faith is great, but living with love <laughs> is God's true expression. But Corinne is also very Yeah, but she she loves in a very like Maybe you, we should ask I, you love by being obedient. Maybe we should ask people like how did they figure out yeah, what to should, do with yeah. their will because obviously I mean we need to figure it out, but I think it's pretty natural for me to want her to go to my family, you to want her to go to your family. Yeah. But I also think it depends it it it's going to change because it depends on what age she is too. So let's say we did decide on Corinne. Yeah. But I think like at a certain age, then we'd be like, well, we'd want her to stay here. Cause like if we died, we wouldn't want to take her away from like her friends and her school and her routine. And you know what I mean? Like right. all the things that she's involved in here too. Like once she's already established relationships and different stuff like that. Right. So um, I think that it, I mean, things could change, but we honestly just have to talk more about it. Yeah. And figure it out. So. Yeah. It would just be so horrible if we died. Yeah. I mean, it's. Especially because our families don't live by each other. Right. That's the really hard part. Yeah. So. (sighs) Yeah. I don't want to think about it. I don't think it's going to (sighs) happen. No. So either way. um, What else did she say? I think that's it. She was like, no, we hold hands. No, she was just saying that like Chris is her cuddler and so is Grace. Like Grace always comes up to her and just like hugs her and like they always just, she loves on her and wants to cuddle. But like during family movie time, like Nora's like, no. And my mom was even saying Nora's just like not like Crin will even be like, Nora, I love you. And she'll be like, okay. Like, (laughs) and she's four. She's like, just not a very she's a very private person yeah she likes to be alone she likes to like i don't know she's just like don't look at me (laughs) she's cute um so i mean every kid is just very different has different personalities and they're maybe not openly as affectionate as us but but also buddy's also very flirtatious like he's always flirting with her and hitting on her and making very inappropriate comments and right he's you know he's very flirty with her but yeah. it, it's it's he's a verbal flirter mm-hmm. we're like yeah but he'll like saying, smack her butt and stuff right. like that too but we we also like make out in front of everyone yeah I don't, we're just like <laughs> way more affectionate i guess i don't know yeah they, but they Bruno definitely and Carrie, I've, but i could say I the same thing i've never seen them kiss once but they kiss their kids all the time they're constantly hugging and kissing their kids. Constantly. Mm-hmm. So, but I agree. I think I, I think I go, guys, just the other day I said this to I go, guys, I think the only time I saw you kiss was at your wedding. <laughs> <laughs> and Bruno's like, well, this one over here, <laughs> you know how he blames everything on Carrie. Mm-hmm. He's like, she, <laughs> what do you say? Uh, they're so funny. Well, we were, oh man, we shouldn't talk about this. We went to dinner with them <laughs> last year. Don't talk about it. And, uh. We got a little saucy. The margaritas there were so good. La, was it La Hacienda? I don't know Where what you're talking at? about. Remember when we were talking about sex and we, we, we you weren't pregnant yet or anything. And uh, Carrie's like, no, 
Bruno has a problem. <laughs> she's like, <laughs> she's like, <laughs> she's <laughs> it's the Presta men. I know. She's like, it's all the time. It's so annoying. <laughs> we were laughing. That was a good time. Well, your dad made a comment the other day about something. Well, because I, he no, was like, it's you, the you had said something and I was like, well, sex. I'm like, sex solves all the problems. And my mom's like, oh my God, you press the boys. Dad says the exact same thing. <laughs> like, part of it though is true. Yeah, I agree. So, you know. Like, just the other day when you were like, I want to connect with you, like, don't you feel more connected now? Yeah. Look look at us vibing con- over here. That was connecting. And it releases so much tension and stress and it f- floods you with good hormones and stuff. You know, mm-hmm. it's like. It, it like sure sure it's like a guy thing to say whatever but also scientifically is good for you it is very good for you i and i get that it's a guy thing too but i also i think it's i mean so far i think it's a big thing and and when i talk to my sisters one's been married 27 years the other one's been married 15 years they're like when people say sex isn't everything it's actually a really big thing i it's definitely not everything no. Because like... like, But people will be like, oh, sex isn't everything. And that's coming from people who hardly have sex. Right. But it is a big role. But it does play a big role. Yeah. So, yeah. And our re- our relationship's just going to change in different seasons. And yeah. we have to learn to flow with it. And I remember when we were dating. I don't know why I just thought this. When we were No, when we were dating, you were like, I don't remember who it was, but you're like, well, my friends have sex every day. And they've they've been dating for five years. And they haven't missed a day. I'm like, that's such bull. I'm like, even if they have, let's say that they have. I go, first of all, they haven't. I go, but even if they have, I go, it's so unrealistic. And then it makes it not special. It makes it just like nothing. First of all, I never said every day. Yes, you, oh, babe. Yes, you did. <laughs> yes, you did, because I said this is so ridiculous. I go, they haven't missed a day. They've been dating five years. They haven't missed a single day. And you're like, no. no. I don't ha- even know who you're talking about right now. I don't know so. either. But I remember you telling me. I can think of a couple people that. And I was like, that isn't, first close. of all, that's not possible. Second off, it's like, would I love it? Sure. But also, would I love, like, taking a couple days to, like, chase you a little bit? Yeah. Because I'm a hunter. I'm a lion. And I need to kill. <laughs> Okay, and if the alligator just comes right in front of me and kills itself in my feet, it's not as doesn't taste as good. Okay, so you want me to make it a little harder for you? No, 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 babe. We have very little sex now Mm -hmm. compared to before. So I feel like it's getting back on track. We can, yeah, we're getting there for sure, for sure. Mm -hmm. But you understand what I'm saying? You also exaggerate. So when you say that. Every single day. It's like, no, I no. never, I Elizabeth? definitely never once Elizabeth? said that. I said, I have a couple of friends that. Elizabeth? It's a lot. This, the guy, One of them's the, been together for 10, okay. over 10 years, 14 years. Okay, and? All the time. What's all the time? Almost every day. Uh, you told me every day. And I, I said, never told I you every, every day. Every day? You're like, yeah, they haven't missed a day. I never said that. You're okay. just making conversations okay. up. Here we go. These conversations do happen I, with me and Vito all the exa- time where it's do like, do I exaggerate? You're just making yes. things up. But people like stories. Stories are better <laughs> when they're exaggerated. In this case, 
I am not exaggerating because I remember I was okay. so upset that I was like, what, you expect us to have sex every day? I'm like, mm-hmm. that is the most unrealistic thing ever. Okay. I go, lower your expectations. Uh-huh. I am not exaggerating at this point. Uh-huh. Do I exaggerate? Do uh-huh. everybody, does all my friends say that I exaggerate? Uh-huh. Yes. And guess what? All my friends love when I open my mouth. <laughs> so I don't know what to tell you. I tell good stories. It's important. <laughs> Babe, the details are in are unimportant. Are in the exaggeration. They're unimportant when the story is good. Okay? Because guess who tells really bad stories? And Connie, I know you're listening. But <laughs> you tell really bad stories. Because she'll go back and try to like get the details right. And the details that don't matter to the story. Have you noticed? Yeah. Um, but I was thinking of somebody else who tells really bad stories. Who? I don't remember. My mom does too, but only because she's super distracted. She'll be like, so, oh, I got to tell you this story. And, and then halfway through, check Facebook. Tra- <laughs> she'll, trail, she'll trail off and I'll be like, yo. <laughs> I feel like talking to both of our moms is like. <laughs> this is the worst. The other day, your mom was like, Ziafine was at her house and I was telling them both. I said, on Saturday, I'm going to lunch with the girls to just get out of the house like for the first time. Yeah. And we're going to sit on a patio. It's like the night, last nice day of fall and all this stuff. And we had this whole conversation about it. And this was Friday, I mm-hmm. think. And then Saturday, your mom texts me. It's like, what are you doing today? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, going going to lunch with the girls. And she's like, oh, have fun. I was like, Francie. We- <laughs> <laughs> but she was like on her phone during the conversation. Right, right, right. like, yeah. And Always. in the kitchen, like just doing stuff. So it's like, right. so I feel like we repeat things a lot. Yes. No, what I'm talking about with your mom is she'll, you have to, next time she tells a story, you'll notice it. And Connie, I love you. I love your stories. <laughs> but she'll be like, when she, when I was teaching, I had this class, we were doing a play and it was Wizard of Oz. Well, actually, no, it was Oliver. Well, was it Oliver or was it a different, and then wait. And then I'm like, Connie, I know this. So you were doing a play. I know this has nothing to do with that. I'm like, keep it going. You you are doing a play. I get it. Let's keep it going. Okay. Well, it's not as bad as my dad's stories. Dude, your dad is hilarious because he is all over the place. Yeah, even worse. So, anyways, so we want to know what did we want to know? Oh, well, how one, did you figure out your wait, will? Just really quick. It's important to exaggerate if it makes the story good, not unbelievable, but good okay you have to exaggerate. like having sex every day but that was that's what you told me <laughs> that's not true okay um so we'd love to know what how you guys determined what to do with your will and what foods you have that are super addictive, addictive. yes in your house right meow right meow and let us know what you want to hear from us next week ask questions Please. ask us questions write us yes all right we love you guys love you Bye. bye